Those of you who were with us during our last broadcast will remember we were talking about the bad effects of sleep loss, significant sleep loss. While God has built in a certain fudge factor in which the body can withstand a great deal of sleep loss, when it gets beyond three, three and a half to four days, often the body will respond by a toxic buildup of chemicals in such a way that any or all or any combination of our perceptions are set off so that we do not see or take in the world or hear the world or feel the world, whichever sense that is affected, as it really is. We may see things, hear things, see bugs that aren't there, feel like bugs are crawling all over us. Uh, all of these effects can result from significant sleep loss. People can go completely out of their heads by seeing dragons or blue flames shooting out of the, uh, the sky or thinking that they're hearing visions from God to go to Africa and jumping on planes that are heading uh, some entirely different direction without even buying a ticket first. All these kinds of things are possible from simply pushing the body beyond the abilities that God has built into it to withstand sleep loss. So we were trying to stress during the last broadcast the importance of getting adequate sleep. Now, the question is, how can a person get sleep? You may be one of those many people who finds it difficult to sleep. The first thing I think we need to get clear is that God is a God of order, not confusion. He's a God who plans and schedules his work and his, his activities. In the fullness of time, Jesus Christ came. Jesus often spoke, my hour is not yet come, or I am come for this hour. He was working on a schedule, working on a plan. He was not working in a haphazard fashion. His activities, his life, all that Jesus did went exactly according to God's plan. Now, we need to have scheduled lives. And one of the reasons why people find it difficult to sleep at night is when their lives are so irregular and unscheduled that they go to sleep one night at one hour and another night at an entirely different hour far removed from it. Regularity and going to bed regularly on time and time that allows us to get our eight hours sleep a night can make all the difference in the world. One study of sleep loss showed that women who got seven hours sleep and women who got eight hours sleep were quite different in their attitudes toward others, that those who got the extra hours sleep during the night were the ones who were easier to get along with. So even one hour can make a tremendous difference. And scheduling and regularity are important, therefore. Now, don't expect all kinds of changes immediately. When you take a transcontinental flight in which you lose three hours or gain three hours, you know it takes several days for the body to adjust. Many people want what they want and want results right away. But if you stay with this two or three weeks regularly, you'll find that your whole biological clock and your system and everything will adjust. And that soon, if you stay by a very strict schedule, that your life will begin to fall into line with it. Also, it's important in going to bed to settle problems with others, with God and with people, before going to bed each night. Many people go to bed with guilt and the feelings of guilt hanging over them. Uh, yet the Bible says, let not the sun go down on your wrath, in verse uh, 26 of Ephesians 4. It says that we sin when we do allow ourselves to go to bed with anger and bitterness and wrath or guilt or whatever it is built up in our hearts that hasn't been dealt with. 
the heart and the mind ought to be cleansed before God and before others before going to sleep at night. Then, having confessed our sins, put the whole matter into God's hands. Put the day past and the night and the day to come into God's hands through prayer. Don't agonize in long prayers that are turned into bitter complaints and that are turned into gripe sessions, but rather earnestly and honestly put the whole business before God and leave it there when you go to bed. Then it's often good for some people, assuming there are no physical problems that keep you from doing this, to exercise hard before going to bed. Uh, That means to exercise to perspiration. When you're perspiring, you're relaxing. When your body perspires, you're not worrying. You can't be tense and worried when you're perspiring. And so some good hard exercise that relaxes the body is often good. A hot shower will help as well. And then when you go to bed, stay there. A lot of people who think that they're solving their problems of sleep loss and inability to sleep by getting up and roaming around the house, uh, going down and watching a TV program, turning the radio on late at night, uh, roaming around uh, trying to find a book or reading this or taking uh, something to drink or to eat. They think that this is going to help get them to sleep. That's just keeping themselves awake. The most boring thing in the world is to stay there when you're awake in bed. Nothing will put you to sleep faster. So stay there, even if you're awake. And then fix the mind on one thing only. Fix the mind on going to sleep. Don't get your mind roaming all sorts of problems and all over all sorts of territory, all sorts of things that you ought to have dealt with during the day. Deal with those things when it's time to deal with them. Schedule your mind as well as scheduling your body for this period. And fix your mind on the one thing you ought to fix it on, going to sleep. Some people even do the relaxation exercises at this point of uh, saying, all right, now big toe, left foot, you go to sleep. Uh, Big toe, right foot, uh, you go to sleep, and so on, all the way up the body. Hardly anybody, when they do this, reaches the knees uh, because, you know, it's such a boring exercise to think about every toe and every muscle and every ankle and all the rest of it going to sleep. When you start thinking about sleep at night, there's nothing more boring, nothing more droll, nothing that will put you to sleep faster. It's even better to count toes than it is to count uh, sheep at night. And then if you have a lot of things that just don't seem to get out of your mind, Why not make some night notes? Now, I didn't say night night essays, but notes on uh, these various things. Jot down ideas that might uh, otherwise hold your mind awake so that you don't lose the ideas. Well, drop them on paper and put them on your bedside pad to get rid of these ideas and thoughts that intrude in your mind and uh, give you a release to say, okay, now I won't forget it. I've got it on paper. It's down. And finally, be sure and probably this is the most important thing of all, be sure that you put in a good day's work every day. You know, an awful lot of people are just plain lazy. A lot of people never use their minds or their bodies or anything else uh, to put in a hard day's work. Now, it doesn't mean you have to go out and chop wood or dig ditches in order to have physical work. When you concentrate hard on a job, you're using muscles. Your whole body is tense, and your body is tense because muscles are at work. And sometimes people say, I haven't done anything physical today, but I'm so tired. Well, you have done a lot more physical work than you realize. It isn't the kind of physical work that you do when you chop down trees, but it is a kind of physical work in order to use your mind and to use your whole body to think. And we do use our whole bodies to think when we're excited. 
our muscles are tense. When we're uh, concerned, our muscles are tense. Some people never let go of this tension in their muscles, and of course that's wrong too. But Ecclesiastes 5.12 perhaps puts it as succinctly as any other passage. It says the sleep of a hard-working man is sweet. You know, there are two kinds of uh, tiredness that we have at the end of the day. There's that kind of tired but dissatisfied feeling that we can end the day with, but there's also that tired but very satisfying feeling that comes at the end of a hard day's work doing what we know that God wanted us to do instead of just sitting around tense uh, worrying about the things that uh, might happen <clears throat> or might not. And so sleep loss can be combated as we go to God prayerfully and ask him to help us, but then also we obey the principles of the word of God that tell us to work hard, to not let the sun go down on our wrath, to care for the body and give it the proper exercise it needs. Lord, help us to sleep sweetly, knowing that we have done your work each day. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.